to Spa's Talk of the Table. I'm Ilana Africa Berenkamp. I'm excited for today's episode as we're heading to the heart of South Rand. Chris Haralambos is joining us today and I am so excited to talk about the two stores that you have, your family, community. But first of all, a warm welcome to our table. Thank you very much. Chris is a spa that is the cornerstone of the community. You've taught so much, you've shown so much. If you think of the two stores that you have at the moment, um, what stands out for you? Between the two stores, it's uniqueness, it's happiness, it's vibe. Stores have got a great vibe, they, they're pretty, they, the community in the area, there's lots of things stand out of the store. Before we even get into our questions for today, because I mean, they're all about our local community, it's about your family it's about new offerings and it's about this talk of the table, you know, the conversation. Just a quick, quick fire. Are you ready? Mm. Okay. In your hair, gel or wax? Gel. <laughs> Who cuts your hair? A lovely Algerian barber at Sunny Hill. Amazing. Um, your wife, short skirts or long skirts? Oh, she can pull off anything. Really? Yeah. Uh, is she beautiful or radiant? Oh, she's both. beautiful. I know. She's both. She's I could a, have told you the answer to she's that. She's a goddess. She is, hey? She's a goddess. Yeah. Say hi to her. Hi, babe. <laughs> Hi, babe. <clears throat> can I say that? You can. Okay. Weird, but it's fine. It is weird, right? Um, in the bakery, right? Mm. Croissants or bread? Croissants. How do you eat your croissant? I like almond-filled croissants. Really? Mm. Do you like a papaya with almonds? A papaya with almonds? Yeah. Have you ever tried it? No. Bulgarian yogurt, papaya. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's delicious with honey. Mm. Yeah, nice. Of course, yeah. Mm. What's your favorite breakfast? Is what I eat every day. It's oats, oats, um, oats, yogurt, fresh fruit. Yeah, thank God they make it for me every morning. I don't have to cut my own fruit. Such a blessing. But is it fresh line? Yes. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Talk of the Table. I'm your host, Ilana Afrika Brierenkamp. Guess who is this week's guest? You must talk now. You must say something. Chris Karalambos. Can you say something more like... Hi, I'm Chris Karalambos. Hi, I'm Chris Karalambos. And smile. All right. Well, he's our guest this week. We're talking I'm community, retail, and also about his family. You're going to miss out if you don't tune in. You're going to miss out if you don't tune in. Listen to what she said. You're going to miss out. Join us for our next spa talk of the table. See you then. Bye. Tell us a story about Chris Shara Lambus. Uh, so I was at my brother's wedding. I was emceeing. And uh, being from a Greek family, you have to pronounce it Charalambus. And uh, my, wa- and my, my brother and his uh, wife come inside. And I say, please stand and welcome Mr. and Mrs. Shara Lambus. And yeah, then, yeah, I just said in Afrikaans to kick the fan. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. I hope they beep you out because now yeah. they know your heart. Hey? Yeah, when your was, mouth it opened. was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> and from then on, afterwards, and now they're, they're charalambos. Well, in this episode, we will be exploring what makes Spa the store that is the cornerstone of the community. What's wonderful is, is that Chris's story involves his family. It involves a change of career. It involves you wanting to and also not wanting to. And I really want to get to that in this in this conversation. But first of all, welcome to our talk of the table. Thank you. Chicken smells great. It does, hey? I'll mm. get to that in a while because I don't know why you brought chicken with you. <laughs> Chris, when you think of talk of the table, what do you think of? 
when I think about the concept of talk of the table is uh, what we've got to offer, what's there, what's due, what's happening, what we want to present to our customers, what we want to show them, what we want to exhibit, what's happening. Um, is it Halloween? Is it the rugby? We've just, uh, we're in the semifinals now. Um, everything's rugby, rugby, rugby now. What do we want to sh- showcase our customers? What do you want to highlight? When you think of a table in your own environment and in your own home, who's normally around it? My kids, my wife, and myself. Mm. Mm. When you expand that table to people that have passed on legacy to you, who do you see around that table? My father, my mother, brothers. Mm. Close to my heart. Close to your heart, eh? Mm. Tell me about your your spa and the location. So Sunning Hill and... And Parker and Super yeah. Spa. So we've got two stores, Parker and Sunny Hill, we're blessed. Um, we're blessed with lovely people in the area. We're blessed with great staff, great management. Um, we're very hands-on owners. We're always there. We're always involved. Um, and yeah, we've, we give, um, I, I would like to think, or I'm confident to say we do, we give um, great quality food, great quality produce, great service, and service the community. Give the people what they want. Give the give their bang for their buck. Mm. Uh, times are tough now and people... People appreciate that, I think. When I think of spa, we always think of the role of spa in community. What role do you think you play together with your spas in community? So our our stores do lots of different things. I think the majority of the bigger work would be with our local CPFs or um, ratepayers associations in the areas. Um, we like to generally deal with them. They know who are the people in need. They know what the areas want, what they need. Um, when we generally deal with them, the, whatever we are giving or donating or helping with goes to the right place, the right people. Um, we also do lots of small things. Um, I think those small things aren't really accounted for. We don't really speak about them. But those small things add up very quickly. Um, look after people like that. And obviously, naturally, the schools around us. Um, the youth are our future customers. We need to hotwire into their DNA that um, spa is their grocer. And uh, so, yeah, we look after them, you know, especially their netball matches, their rugby matches, especially the primary schools. It's very lucky to go see netball matches, the girls dressed up, being happy, and the boys running around barefoot tackling each other. It's, <laughs> it's nice. When I think of talk at the table and I see how you engage with the community, I mean, what's your secret? How does one start to do that? I always joke with the notion that spa, you know, we sell baked beans. But we get to a point where we do more than just that. You know, it's just being on the shop floor. I think that's what's unique about spa. Um, we all are, it's voluntary trade. We're all retailers, eh? Um, we all own and run stores. So we're on the shop floor. The customers know who we are. We're not just, um, like I'll bleep out all our competitors' names. And <laughs> they're not just managers on the shop floor working for a salary. We're looking after in stores. We've got our best interest at heart. And, um, yeah, I think that speaks volumes for the way we run our stores and how we get involved with our communities and our customers. How did you get involved into the shop? I mean, this is not something that you wanted to do. Uh, it wasn't something I initially wanted to do. So um, my father being a typical old Greek guy, you know, you have to go to school, you have to study. Um, I went to Wits, I studied, got my degrees, got my honours, um, was working in corporates, was very happy, very content, uh, lovely hours, very different to retail hours. Mm. Um, he needed a bit of help. He said, pop in just for a bit, just so I can get you know things going with our new store. And I said, sure. And 15 years later, I'm still with him. Um, 
Yeah, I think uh, in a family business is very different. Um, you learn a lot from people that want to invest their energy in you and see a reason to invest. Like you spoke about legacy, there's reason behind it. And um, it gives you more time with the people you love. Mm. And that's how I got into it. Looking back 15 years now, are you happy you made that decision? Most definitely. Mm. I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean, I like making people happy. So I like putting a smile on people's faces, on people's faces. Um, and that's what happens in a spa store, any store. You walk around, you help out this person, help out an old lady. Even someone walking out the aisle looking at your aisle indicators for something. Just go up to them and ask them, what, what are you looking for them? What are you looking for? It gives them a lot of happiness. Small mm. things like that give people happiness. I think that's what we need right now. So I know that spa and even working in this environment has brought you and your family together. You know, you're working with your father who you love. You're working with, with some of your family members who you love. My brothers. Yeah. When when you think of spa, I hope you love your brothers too. Love my brothers. <laughs> We're tight. When you think of spa, I mean, how does it contribute to our local culture and community? How is it bringing our communities closer to each other? Sure. Um, I think people, like I spoke to, people can trust us. Um, we're not just that random guy walking around the store, like I said, earning a salary. People can trust us. They know we're there for a reason. They know that we're not there to leave tomorrow to find something big and better. Mm. There's a lot more invested in our businesses than just a salary. Um, we want to do well. We want to make the people happy. We want to put smiles on the faces. We're there longer than what we are at home with our family. So we want the environment to be a lovely environment. If we go there with a long face and down, yeah, it's not going to be nice. And that I think it filters down to the community. They walk inside, they feel the energy of the store. And um, that's one thing I think of our stores is you walk inside and it's just a very positive, great energy. And I think that speaks volumes for customers that walk inside jamming down the aisles. I think of all the memorable moments that you must experience being on the floor, you know, uh, people coming in and stories to share. So reflect on that just quickly. I mean, do you have any unique stories that pops up to mind? Uh, I know that you have many. I, I, I want to tell you one, so I won't say who. Right? So I spoke to the one retailer and he said to me, Lana, remember there was a little boy came to came to take some sweets, you know, and he journeyed with that child and he made sure that his life became better. And initially he was just a kid taking something that he really wanted, you know, but now he showed him how to work for something that he really wanted. So we've got lots of experiences like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, lots of little kids are learning their ways around and learning what's right and what's wrong. Mm. We had a very similar experience with the boy. Um, and I think this is a memorable moment and I'm still quite close with him. This was as we bought our one store and probably about seven years ago now. And uh, he came inside and he had tons of money on him, but he decided that, the girl he, he was with wanted a box of Ferrero's and he was going to get this box of Ferrero's, but he wasn't going to pay for it. Oh. And we caught him. Um, he, was about seven, he was about 16 years old. Um, his father was quite highly ranked at the, fire, at the local fire department, me not knowing this. And I didn't call the cops, I called the father. Mm. And the father said he's got money, I explained to him. And the father said, well, you're not just going to let him go or pay for it. He needs to work for it. And he worked six months in our kitchen, every Sunday cleaning. And I think it gave a bit of perspective of what can really happen when things go wrong. And his father did tell me that they were struggling. They still cut, they still cut me inside the store. When the father sees me, he greets me with a big smile. The son's probably now, what, 23. He studied. He went to Technicon. He's in his own place. He's working. So yeah, there's lots of very memorable stories. I think just too many to, I mean, that was just one that came to my head now that you said your story. 
um, too many to mention, but I think that's the, um, I think I think that's what's special about the stories. You just there's lots of different memories every day. You know, I can write a book, lots of chapters. If you had to write that book about your journey in spa, what would the title be? <sighs> sure, now you caught me off guard. I don't know. I would have to think about that. What would the journey be? What would my journey be? It's not finished yet, so I can't. The book's not finished yet, so there's still a lot more chapters to be written. So I think let me write the rest of the chapters, and once that's done, then maybe I'll have a title. Chapter 14 is about your father and everything that he's invested in your life. Sure, yeah. Now you want to make me emotional about my father. Um, yeah, my father's a hardworking man, um, came from nothing, um, lots of morals. One thing he taught me is you walk with your chest up high, um, shoulders back, do things that don't ever make you turn your, sh turn your head behind your shoulder to see what's, who's saying what or doing what. Um, still works very hard, still inside the store, um, in his late 60s already, comes to the store every day, um, leaves late every night, closes the store every night, um, and he's passionate. The people absolutely adore him. He went on a very small break, a very deserved break recently, which he hasn't had one since COVID times. And um, I was closing the store, which I don't, I don't do ever. I generally open the store and he'll close it. And I think one every three customers came and asked, where's your father? Is he okay? What's wrong? Why isn't he here? So he's definitely left a mark in the stores. But yeah, at least my father's got a very, 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 very special place in my heart. What do you think he's taught you that you are now teaching to your own family and to community? Sure. He's taught me, but he's, he's, he, he, he's, he's, he's my foundation, eh? So um, my pops is my foundation. He's everything, family values, the way he is, the way he is with work, the way he treats staff, um, the way he looks at things, the way he saves. I don't think many people, many youngsters not do that anymore. Um, He's got a saying that uh, it's, a, it's a Greek saying, and I translate it, but it basically says, P by P, the bag fills up. Um, he's just, yeah, I, I, I can't pinpoint everything, everything I've learned from him. I know how to work with my hands because of him. I know how to work with my brain because of him. I know how to conduct myself because of him. I've got my fiery Greek temperament because of him. <laughs> um, yeah, everything because of him. And now you have a son. I've got a son and a daughter. And my son's exactly like me. My wife tells me every day of my life. He's exactly, he looks exactly like me and he acts exactly like me. Mm. And he's, I think I'll pass the same values on to him. I think if, if my father, if my son is anything like my father, I'll be a very proud dad. Most of us get inspired to work in a certain industry, you know, but when it comes to retail more and more, and especially in the spa family, my impression and the truth is, is that it's legacy. You know, it's this baton that is, being passed on from one generation to the next. And whether you want to be there or not, you get called into this the service almost to continue and to do. If you look back at your journey and also the role that you play in the stores and even to your father because you're serving him, you know, what has been most instrumental? I mean, what has been what has been fun? In the store. Yeah. In the Sure, everything. The, the stores are lots of fun. <laughs> there's, there's lots of things that happen on a daily basis in the store that can make it fun, and you're very suspect at times. <laughs> um, sure, I don't even know how to answer that question. Um, can you tell me again? What was the question again? Are you having fun? Lots of fun in the store. What lots happened today that was fun? 
today, I've got a great bakery manager. She comes in every morning, the way she limps in and dances, the way the managers greet you, the way the staff are happy to see you. It's fun. It's fun seeing customers. It's fun playing with kids in the store, um, giving them an ice cream, uh, giving them a chocolate when, they, when their parents won't give them the chocolate at the till point saying, no, 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 no. <laughs> and you give it to them because the, because the parents don't have to pay for it and the yeah. parents don't want to say no to you. I know you being naughty and I wouldn't be happy if I was that parent, but I don't, it doesn't really faze me because it's fun. Mm. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, chatting to my pops when he comes inside, having a cup of coffee with him in the morning to touch base, what happened over the weekend, how was the rugby? It's fun. Watching the Formula One is fun. It's, there's, there's lots of things that are fun inside the store with him and around him. Yeah, it's just fun, yeah. What's not fun? I don't believe in being negative, to be honest with you, eh? I think everything's an experience. I think you learn something from everything. So it might not be fun. At, ugh, there's nothing really that's not fun, to be honest with you. I enjoy work. There's nothing that's really not fun. I think maybe disciplining people is not very fun. But only if they're not understanding. But otherwise, ugh, everything's pretty fun, eh? There's nothing that really puts me down at the store. No, I'm quite a go-getter. So go get it, Chris. I have learned about the character of the two stores and people are quite excited when they talk about your spa stores. If you had to convey or to give it back to other people, what are these characters like? Sure. Jokers, eh? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> Our store. Our stores. Sunning Hill, come on. What would Sunny Hill be? Yeah. Sunny Hill be... A Heidi Klum. Oh, love it. That's sort of got a, a personality of, what's that, what's, that, what's that English guy that does the... David Beckham. No, no, not David Beckham. Uh, David Beckham doesn't have a personality. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's his name? Um, the English guy that has all those funny, uh, I forgot his name Mr. now. Mr. Bean. No, Mr. Bean's too serious. Oh. But he is funny and he my is. kids enjoy him. Yeah. Um, I'd say like it's a Heidi Klum almost with a very funny personality. I don't know. I, thought that, I wish I could get that English guy's name. He does all these funny shows. Economy's name. But yeah, someone very funny. Very, and beautiful. Yeah, the store is a beautiful store. I think you walk inside it. I think it's it's really, it's the reason why it's a picture on every newspaper whenever Spa's done good or bad things. That's the, what the media uses as as a picture. And I think it's because it's a pretty store. Yeah, I think it's a very pretty store. Um, so yeah, that that Parkrand is I think equally as good looking, but like Sunnyel's got more of a feminine touch to it. Whereas Parkrand's your Parkrand's Damien Dialendi. Sure. Yeah. Strong, ah. pushing, scores tries, gets us into finals. Yeah. Can they do sport interviews? Who? Your store. Can they do sport interviews? Mm. Can they talk? You know how sport people can't speak. Can't they speak sport people? I wouldn't know that. I've never, ever had an interview with one. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you enjoy walking through the aisles and seeing the immaculate floors and those shiny apples? Yeah, mm. I do. I enjoy walking. What do I you feel when you see I that? I don't enjoy seeing gaps on my shelves. Yeah. Yeah, I don't enjoy that. I like seeing neat, tidy, straight lines, clean, yeah, that's what I enjoy. It must be neat, tidy, clean, stock on my shelves. If you can't find it because it's out of stock, replace it with something else. I want good produce. I only sell what I would eat and what my kids would eat and what my wife would eat. So um, if I won't eat it, I won't sell it. Um, and that's, that's how I'd look. What's that feeling that you get 
when you're walking through the aisles and you see what you lack. I'd taken my basket home with me. It's a feeling like I don't think anybody can explain to you, eh? That it's a, like that, that self-satisfaction of, you know, you've done something right. Um, yeah, it's just it's a great feeling. You, it's like writing a test and coming back and you do well. Mm. You know, it's just that that hard work has paid off. And I think anybody where hard work has paid off, it's, it's, it's a great feeling. Now, when we started our first podcast for our spa talk of the table, we talked about, you know, taking the gloves off and really lo- rolling up our sleeves and getting into the heart of retail and I must say, at times, there are challenging moments within retail. Can you think of a particular moment that was quite challenging? And do you want to share it with us? Sure. So there's, there's, there's been a lot of times of a lot of challenging moments inside the store, um, especially of late. I mean, I think, you know, leave COVID behind us. That's a thing of the past. Sure. But I think that was the earthquake and what's happened now is the tidal wave. I think mm. a lot of people are feeling the pinch now. And I think we all knew it when it was going to happen. And um, you can feel that people are really, you know, putting those sense together to do what they need to do. And I think those are challenging moments that we're dealing with at the store now is trying to help our customers get through day to day, month to month, because everybody just wants the best for themselves, the best for their family, the best for their kids, the best for their wives. And they want to enjoy life. I mean, everybody just wants to enjoy life. Um, but when it comes to challenges, I think all challenges are overcome and you just, there's a saying, you know, you walk, if you walk on a pebble road and you pick up all the challenges, all the, all those pebbles are challenges. You put them to your face, you're only going to see that challenge. Throw them on the ground, it's another challenge you're going to walk over. Um, my mother taught that to me when I was a very young boy and, um, it's, and, and it stayed with me. So I think it's the case of we've all, me, my father, my brothers, our partner, have all taken the outlook of, be comfortable being uncomfortable. Once you're comfortable being uncomfortable, there's no challenge that can really take you down, to be dead honest with you. Retail is the same as broadcasting because we encounter different people. And let's just face it, different cultures, you know, people from different walks of life. Is there anyone in particular that has made an impression on you? You know, we de- we deal with all types of walks of life. I haven't really dealt with anybody that's made lots of, you know, it's, I haven't not, not dealt with it. I don't think there's anybody that stands out because everybody is unique in their own way. Mm. So we've dealt with all all types of people, happy, cross, sad, um, all different races, all different walks of life. But everybody's unique, eh? Everybody's got their own story. So um, no, no one that stood out in a sense of, oh, wow, this person's different because I think everybody's unique. Everybody's got their own story and there's a, there's a, special, there's a special sprinkle of spice to everybody's life. So no one I can really, I don't think there's anybody I can really say, you know, this person's really made it, oh, this person, yeah, I don't think so. Because there's just, there's just too many. I think we get too many people through those doors. Who did you give a hug recently? Customer? Customer I hug to? Mm. Sure. Since COVID, I don't think I'm hugging customers. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I, I, I fist pump all my customers, to be honest with you. I don't hug any of my customers. I most definitely fist pump a lot of them. Probably nearly, nearly all of them that I saw today, hey? Greet, smile, chat with, how's mom, how's dad? Um, or how's your opa, how's your auntie? They come there, tell us good things, bad things. So plenty today. Mm, I mean, we've got, we've got customers 
that we had a store quite far out from um, a store in Funabel Park. And those customers will come to visit their family in Boxburg where Parkrand is. And they'll come specifically to come see us, come have a cup of coffee with us, come have a chat. One of the girls that was probably like oh, 12, 13 when we were in Parkrand, I mean, when we were in Funabel, uh, came with her boyfriend of 12, when she was 12 or 13, she had this boy. Now they studied together, they got married, came and showed us the wedding photos when she came to visit her aunt. Like those are the relationships, yeah, unique. Personal connection is is huge because you see so many people walking on on the floor when you're there, you know. Is there some mornings that you wake up and you just think, I don't want to interact with people today? I think if I said no, I'd be lying, mm. most definitely. I think some days you are, you just, like this morning, after the rugby, you're tired, <laughs> you know. But, um, you know, I don't think any of us could sleep after the game last night. We sat in bed and our hearts were beating and our watches were telling us to stop stressing. Um, but... Yes, there are some days because we're all human and I think we all have down days. But the beauty about spa is when you walk that floor, that person that gives you that smile makes that, that frown sort of start cracking. And then they start turning that frown upside down eventually. And then you start smiling, you start enjoying yourself because you realize that it takes, you know, it takes positivity and one person's positivity and one person's smile. And I think that's something that our staff have got, you know. And it's something unique about South Africans, I think, you know. You travel the world and people don't smile the way South Africans smile. True. So, South Africans smile. And I think that really can get any down person or any person that's woken up in the wrong side of bed in a really good mood just by many people smiling at you. Smiles mm. go a long way. Yeah. Like you see to a person's soul. With our spa talk of the table talks, I, I learn more and more that retail is a, is a very fast-paced environment. How do you keep up? I mean, how do you, how do you lead the rest of, of the team at work, you know, the brothers and, and even your dad, you know, how do you, how do you keep up and how do you speak in one voice um, when, when you all need to actually lead as one? Sure. I think they're just a unique, I think maybe just, maybe because we're such a, a close knit team, we just, um, we've all got our specific tasks. We've all got our specific duties and we know what, I know what my duty is for the day. They know what their duties are for the day. And um, they just always have, and I think maybe that's testament again to the way my father brought us up, where it just, it's just it's always constantly aligned, and um, the advice is always there, on hand quickly. When I mean coming to this podcast, I find my button. I said, "Listen, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? What do you think about this?" And he gave me his insights. Um, so I think we quite aligned like that. But yeah, retail is definitely fast-paced and definitely. God, it's, it's, it's rough. You have to keep up with the times and times are changing quickly. What are your aspirations for, for the shops, for the stores? Sure, I just want to keep on growing. Eh? I want to keep on making people happy. Um, I think if you're happy, they're happy, the staff are happy. A very big thing inside our stores is just to keep our staff happy. We've got a big staff complement between the stores. Um, keeping them happy keeps us happy. If, if we're happy, if they're happy, the customers are happy. Um, obviously, growth is great. Um, the more we grow, that would be great. I want the stores always just to be the talk of the town. You know, I want I want customers to come to us because they can trust what we've got, trust our produce, trust our meat, um, and trust that that first avocado that they're putting into the baby's mouth that they're mushing is safe. That's what that's what I want. Um, I want people just to trust us, and I think if we can trust people. Um, 
our stores will always do well and you know will always be the first choice store in town. What are your aspirations for your stores in the community? That's exactly a trust. I want the customers to trust us. I just want the community to trust us. I want them to trust us that when we need to be there, we'll be there. Um, I want them to know that um, we value their contribution. Um, obviously, without them, our stores wouldn't be there. So um, it's a very big thing that, you know, that they, you know, it's a very big thing that we look after them and they look after us. I don't think I don't think the one goes without the other. I think you know we wash each other's hands. So um, I want the community to grow. I want them to trust us. Yeah, it's all about trust, eh? Yeah. What are the aspirations for your family? For my family, I've got sure. In terms of the store, just in general. You've got your wife and two children. Mm. What do you want for them? Everything, the world, eh? I look at them. My wife is the most supportive human being on the face of this planet. I can work long hours, she understands it. I don't work hours and we go for lunch. Um, whatever I need, before I came to this podcast, I was speaking to her, telling her what I was doing. Do you think this is right? This is right. Um, my wife is a phenomenal baker. So she owns a bakery and she supplies very high end stores wow. and uh, restaurants. And she's a very big influence in the food inside the store and the ideas I've got inside the store and what I bring to the store. So, um, yeah, yeah, she's a very, very, very special human being. Um, my kids, yeah, you see them sleeping, you want everything for them. Hey, there's nothing, there's nothing you won't give them. Um, saying no to them is the hardest thing in the world when you know you have to. Um, I just want them to be, have everything, but more than anything in the world, I want them to just be happy and healthy. I just want them to be happy and healthy. I think that's something you can't buy anymore. And I think people don't realize that. That's happiness and, and, and health you can't buy. Everything else comes and goes. You make money, you lose money. People are here, people aren't here. But health and happiness you can't ever buy. So as long as they're happy with me, my wife is happy with me, they're healthy, I'm very content. Your father has given you everything. What's your aspirations for him? I want him and my mom to relax, eh? I think he needs a break. My father's worked a very long life. Um, from when he was six, his father passed away and he's worked since then. Um, like I said, he's nearly 70. So he's worked very hard all his life. He wasn't given things like I was given. I had a very, very, very cushioned upbringing um, where I was, I was given a lot. And yes, some people are given stuff and don't run with it and they throw it all away. And some people take it with two hands and they run with it and take the one bread and make it 10 breads. Um, but my father needs this. He needs, he needs his break. So I want my father now to take a break. I need him to enjoy his life. He must go watch the Monte Carlo Grand Prix. He's an avid Formula One fan. Amazing. So he must go watch the Formula One. I would love him. I would love for him to go to the Formula One. Um, my mom's still dying to go to Italy. She was going to go to Italy when she turned 60 and COVID struck, so she didn't go. Mm -hmm. So I think her and my father are going to watch the Monte Carlo Grand Prix or the Monaco Grand Prix, yeah, I think, just to take a break. They need a break now. They've got everything. If, if he listens to this, he must know everything's under control. Everything's under control. Mm. You've got this? I've got this. He knows it. He knows it. And he knows that I know it. Yeah. Look into that camera and tell your papa. No, I'm going to cry. I can't. He knows it. Mm. Just give him a wave. 
Ja, der Paps. Fine. What's your favorite sport? It's supposed to be like chickens. I know. And we're crying here. No, don't worry. It's normal. Yeah, it's very normal. Okay. What's your favorite sport? I love all sports, eh? I watch everything. Anything that's on TV. What do you I watch? watch? Formula One. Formula One, rugby, rugby, soccer, cricket, golf, whatever. Anything that's on TV. What's anything what's what sport on TV. did you play at school? Rugby, cricket, soccer, swimming. So, am I right in saying you're actually highly competitive? Yeah, I'm very competitive. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, 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 very competitive. Chris is browns racing. It's very bad. It's so very bad. When it comes to the shops, right? You mm. want to be the best. Yeah, most definitely. It's, it's 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 very dangerous how competitive I am. Really? Yeah, it's very bad. What do you what do you think when you when you are at that level of being the best? Do you think I'm going to take you down, or you, sure. do you just think I want to be the best? Yeah, no, I don't want to tell you what goes through my mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I want I want to be the best. Yeah, I want to be the best. Are you the I'll best? I'll do it. I'll do it. No, no, we we are definitely the best. I'm mm. not the best. Our group is definitely the best. I'm not the best because we're a team. Mm. But as a team, we most definitely are the best. How do we become the best? It's hard work and dedication. That's it. Hard work and dedication. And being humble. Knowing when learning from the mistakes. Mm. A mistake, the only way you learn is from making the mistakes. Make the mistakes, learn the mistake, don't make the mistake again. Do you have these conversations? Because, I mean, Talk at the Table is all about that. Having conversations in order to, to change or to improve, you know. There's magic that happens when there's a conversation. How do you chat with your brothers? Like this, mm. we talk. We're very, we're very close. I mean, my, I'm, I'm, I'm the middle of the three brothers, and um, there's a three-year age gap between all three of us. So um, we talk like this. I mean, my mom put a picture today on our on our family group saying that a mom's happiness is watching their adult sons wanting to socialize together, mm. and that's what me and my brothers are. That's um, heaven. Yeah, we we very tight. So yeah. this is we have casual conversations like this. We still even have a bit of a at at my age even and you know whatever we do we still have a bit of a WWE on the in the couch in the bedroom and the, you know we're still very close you know so this these are the casual conversations we have about what we want to do how we want to do it and then sometimes you know we're shooting for Mars we just bring it back down to the stars and say okay cool this is where we need to be take me through the family your mom your dad and then I want the brothers' names quickly so my older brother's name is Basil he's involved in uh, the super spas with us as well. Uh, my mom's name is Christina and my dad's name is Harry. Um, my younger brother's name is Angelo. Angelo doesn't work with us in the stores. We've got another business outside of the spa stores. Um, he he runs that. He's very diligent at that. He's very good. Um, it's a manufacturing business. And um, yeah, that's that. And then obviously it's my wife, Maritza. Angelique is my daughter who turns six tomorrow on the 17th of August. Happy birthday. And, yeah, and my son, Nicholas, who turns four in January. Oh, wonderful. Mm. Would you have it any other way? No, wouldn't change it for the world. We've talked about family life and community. When it comes to products, what do you still want to bring into your stores? Products. So this is where I'm, and I can and I can open on us. I think I struggle with this quite a bit. Is I think um, we struggle a bit with research and development innovative products i think we need more innovative products in our stores um i can only buy i can only buy a product that is available to other people i want unique products to my stores and not my stores only to the spa groups stores 
I think that's something spas group most definitely has to work on. Um, I don't want to see something and have it six months later or think about it. And when it's, when that trend has stopped becoming a thought, it becomes something else. So I think that's very important. Um, but that's what I want for our stores. I want new, unique products to our stores, which people go, oh, wow, have you seen this? At, have you seen this at the spas? Not have you seen this at bleep or bleep or bleep. <laughs> you know, that's my problem. I want unique products. I don't just want to sell baked beans like you said. Mm. I don't want to be known for that store. And our stores are very well known for that. But again, it's still available to other stores and um, other retailers other than spa. So I want unique clients for the spa group where we can really stand out. So I think a bit of R&D has to go into that. There's so many people listening to this and they're like, oh, it's Chris, you know, Harry son's talking, you know. What do you want to say to them? Surely there's something exciting and up and coming that you want to, that you want to tell everyone who's listening and watching. Is there a spoiler alert when this podcast starts? No, none. Yeah, so then let's just, let's just keep quiet, keep your ears to the ground, <laughs> you know, listen out and you'll see all the new and innovative things watch, which are coming out. Christmas is around the corner. That's what I'm saying. Now listen, talking about Christmas, see what I did there? Yeah. yeah. You also bought us Chris a chicken. What did you prepare for us today? Well, I didn't prepare this. It came here. <laughs> so let's not pretend. So do we can just break that awkwardness. This was what I was told I need to present on. Um, but it is very nice. And this is something I do eat quite often. So spa southern style crispy crumb chicken bites. You know what? I actually, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say this. The other day, I was in a store in Valgedacht at Magic Center. And it's the first time that I picked up this, this product from Spa, but it was chicken pieces. And I popped it in the air fryer and my kids have never guzzled food like they did on that day. It was amazing to see. Hmm. That's what's nice about this. I think this product of here specifically is, it's children friendly because there's obviously no bones. It's crumbed. It's pre-cooked. Yeah, it's, it's pre-cooked. And, and in air fryers, I think most people have got air fryers, especially now because of the state of our electricity and how quickly it works. I got my air fryer at a spa event. That's great. Yeah. I didn't get one. I was in East London and some of the spa guys gave me an air fryer as a gift and I traveled with my air fryer all the way from, this is, this is the truth. I traveled with my air fryer onto the, the airplane and I checked it in and took it to Joburg. Do I get an air fryer for doing this? No. Okay. Sorry, Chris. Do you okay. have an air fryer at home? Yes, I do. Yeah, you sorted. Yeah, but I mean, my wife would like another one, I'm sure. Sure. Yeah. Everyone, Chris would like another air fryer. Yeah. For his wife. Yes, uh, a nice one. Nice, nice air fryer. One of those double ones. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, while we're talking about air fryers and you're going to sample some of the chicken that I've prepared, actually, uh, we'll be back after this. It's time to celebrate what spa brings to your table. Look out for the talk of the table at your nearest spa for deals unique to your community. Fill your basket and fit your budget with offers like 2kg Speco long grain parboiled rice for $35.99 each and spa 2 litre extra shelf life full cream or low fat milk for $32.99 each. Activate your spa rewards card and save even more. Valid until 22 October while stocks last. Teas and C's apply. Spa, wear for smiles. Welcome back, everyone. But before we wrap up, I mean, this is our talk of the table. If you could have anyone at this table, who would it be? Anyone at this table? Celebrity, normal person, Doesn't anybody? Doesn't matter, yeah. Anybody that's influential in my life or what? Yeah. Anybody? Let's start there. Who's influential enough in your life that you want to have a conversation with and share a table with? Sure. I think, you know, being coming from a Greek home, and I mean, if anybody watched 300, 
12, 15 years ago, whenever that movie came out, you would have realized in those ancient times, the woman played a massive role in the soldiers' lives and what they did and how they acted, which then was something very foreign. Mm. Um, then I fast forward a couple of thousand years and you see me at my home and you see how well my father's done and what he's done. But in the background, there was a little lady named Christina just backing him up all the time with whatever needed to be done. Um, and those people play an integral role, but they never, they always sit silently in the background. Um, while we stand forward, take all the, take all the credit for what we've done, what we've got, how we've achieved it. But they're quietly in the background, just sort of, just nod their heads. Um, but they give life advice or advice to us that we often take to meetings, to the way we act, the way we are, but we never give them the credit. So I think our mothers, our wives, uh, most definitely my wife, I would like people to know who she is. I'd like people to know where she's from, what she does, how she acts, and how she plays such an integral role in my stores, the way I am, the way I act, the way I am with my kids, how they set aside their goals and aspirations so we can achieve ours is something that I don't think many males understand. And it's a, it's a, it's a selfish, it's a selfless act that only a person that understands how to be maternal can ever understand. So I think I'd bring her to my table. I let people know who she is because I am because of her. Most definitely. Do you think it's sometimes a hard, a hard gig to be married to a retailer? I think it most definitely is a very hard gig to marry to a retailer. We're very busy. Our phones don't stop. Our stores are open from half past six in the morning until eight o'clock at night. Even when we go home early, we're not at home. Uh, we are on our phones, people are phoning us, people are bothering, not bothering us, people have got issues. There's problems that happen all the time. Um, South Africa's got its own unique issues with alarms and break-ins and thieving mm. and diesel problems and generator problems. Sure. So we're constantly on our phones, we're constantly busy. So for, for people to understand that shows, for, for, for any woman in retail that supports their husband like that, it's, it's, it's a very big gig. We don't go home, switch off our phones, and no one phones us. The, the, the office never closes. Anyway, we open 365 days of the year. Hey? We don't even close on Christmas Day. We generally open a half-day Christmas Day to serve that community that needs to buy what they need to buy on Christmas Day. And our wives understand it. Mm. So I think it is a very hot gig. But rewarding. What's the one quote that you live by? I'll tell you mine. Tell me. I expect a miracle every day. You expect a miracle every day. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. What quote do I live by? Sure, there's several, eh? But again, like, and I'm bringing it up again, I mean, I think my father's strength is because, and the way he's taught us, because of my mother. My mother, when I was very young, was, I was diagnosed with cancer, and she taught me the quote to say, and it was a very bad cancer. I was 13 years old. She had stage four. They gave her a couple of months to live. And she said, Chris, this is like a pebble. That's all it is. That's the quote, exactly what I said earlier. It's like a pebble. Put it to your face, it's all you're going to see. It's another obstacle I need to get over. And with my family, I'm going to get over it. So I live by that quote. That every day, there's going to be obstacles thrown at me. I just need to step over them. If I overindulge them, I pick it up, that's all I'm going to see. Look left, look right, that pebble's going to be my face and that problem's going to be my face. Life is like a pebble road. 
just Karen walking over it. That's all. That's out of my life. Chris, thank you so much for sharing about your family, about your stores, for opening up so that we can learn and have conversations, not just for the sake of our spot, talk of the table. I think as a retailer, you can inspire so many people. And I've learned a lot today. And one thing that I definitely learned today is gratitude. I love my family and I definitely love spa. Well done with what you've created. Awesome. And regards to your, your father and your mother. Thank you for the And your beautiful wife. She's beautiful. I'm hungry now because you talked about her baking. Oh, she bakes phenomenally well. Very well. I saw you glance at the chicken. You were going to say eat the chicken. No, right? you were eating it earlier. Well. So just check if. Hardly a cupcake. Eh? Yeah, no, she makes a nice cupcake. She, she made cupcakes for my, for, my, for, my for my daughter's birthday tomorrow. So told Did you bring them. one? No, I told her, no, she made them fresh now. I'm going to go home and eat. Yo. That's why I run. Where do you so stay? I can eat. Bed for view. Not too far from here. We can Uber everything everywhere. Uber black is great. We can Uber everything anywhere. What kind of topping? Whatever topping you want. She does. Oh, she like now. She's got a, a, a latest a, a, a salted caramel, a, a vanilla salted caramel cake that she makes. That's quite hot. Does now. she make a cheesecake? Makes a wonderful. She makes a baklava cheesecake. Yo, guys. She makes a baklava cheesecake. She makes a great pistachio cake. I love for pistachio. No, she loves pistachio ice cream. Woo. She makes a great pistachio cake. She does everything. She's a very good baker. She bakes with some nice people. I'm nice. So I'll give you her number. Thank you. <laughs> well, if you've enjoyed this conversation as much as I have, make sure that you share this conversation and join us for our next one. Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I've got it, the bully. Baragalo. Bye.